Hi, I'm Hannah, team manager with the Orange Arrow Players Association, a nonprofit organization whose mission is to coach student athletes to aim for success off the field. Please consider making a play by giving, hosting a fundraiser, subscribing to our podcast and YouTube channel, and staying connected on social media at Orange Arrow PA. Visit orangearrow.org for more information. Thank you for listening. Take aim. Welcome to Inside the Play Call with Orange Arrow, and I'm your host, Sean Robinson. And today we have a very, very special guest, Ashley A.G. Gillis. Ashley, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. It's good to see you. Good to see you. So it looks like you wrote the, you got the right colors on. You got orange on. I see you representing. Sure. For sure. I'm representing the home team, Orange Arrow and FAMU. FAMU, FAMU, FAMU. So you can't get away from the color orange. You got FAMU. You work for the Dolphins. We'll talk about that later. And you rock with Orange Arrow. So orange has to be your favorite color. Or maybe it's red. And we'll talk about why red may be the favorite color, too. Got it. It's definitely red, but <laughs> <laughs> orange is number two. Then we'll get orange number two. Similar we'll family. Number two. <laughs> All right. So Ashley, you know the importance as a as an athlete to stretch and warm up, right? Right. Got a couple warm up questions for you. Okay. Favorite TV show of all time. Um, favorite TV show. So I would have to go with Martin. Like growing up with my brothers, you know, every day. So we were heavy on Martin. um, And then once I came to college, we bought like the series and we rewatched everything. So I'll go with Martin. (laughs) Martin is classic. Like I can watch Martin to this day as if I've never seen the episode. Right and laugh, and laugh, laugh. laugh. So, 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 give me one or two of your favorite episodes. Um, my mama biscuits. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Was when uh, Martin won the lotto and he spent all of the money before he got it, <laughs> and then he was broke. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was that was classic. Who, who would um, who's your favorite character? All the characters that he uh, portrayed. Cole Brown. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm talking about who. So, so Cole, oh, Cole, Cole was one of the characters, but as yeah. far as one of the characters oh, that Martin played. Martin. Yeah. It would have to be Shanene. Like, Shanene. Yeah. She was everything and funny. So, I'll, I'm good with Shanene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I mean, I love Shanene. I think I'm about to go Jerome. I said, Jerome. Oh, oh, show your eye. I said, oh, oh, oh. I said, Jerome in the house. Hey, let me stop. I can talk about Martin all day, every day. We'll spend the next hour talking about Martin. All right. <laughs> so if you can wake up tomorrow with any superhuman power, what are you waking up with? Mm, I'm going to go with the power of healing. Ooh, that's good. That's good, especially during the time now with the during pandemic, time, COVID. Right. Yeah, craziness. So I'll go with I'll go with uh yeah healing. Last one. If you want to listen to one musical artist for thirty days straight, who are you selecting? Gotta go with Queen B. Um, I'm a part of the Beehive, 
So I can listen. I can listen <laughs> Beyonce for thirty days straight. I will sing. Don't ask me to sing because that oh, is not one of my. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna go with Beyonce. Now, have you seen her perform live in concert? Several times. Several. Okay. All right. Yeah, I um, actually had the opportunity to see her perform one time. And it was actually at the Dolphin Stadium. Oh, so, yeah. so was that what? Maybe two years ago now, my wife and I went there. She's part of the Beehive. And like, it's one thing to, to hear the music and see her perform on TV. But in, to see her live, like, it's incredible. Like, the stamina alone is like... Right. What? I'm like, she's running and dancing. And her voice never changes. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. And so... We said Queen B. I almost thought like Little Kim for a second because what you see the original Queen B, but there's only one Queen B now. She's the original. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce, got it, got it. All right, so take us back, young Ashley. Where are you from? Education, got early it. interaction with sports. So I am from Pompano Beach, Florida. I'm the oldest of three kids, the only girl. Okay. Um, two brothers. I have a niece and two nephews now. Um, young Ashley, I started off cheerleading. So I cheered for like youth flag teams and then transitioned into tackle. And then once I got to middle school, I used to race the boys up and down the street with my sandals on. So I was like, you know what? I might be fast. So <laughs> my uh, neighbors were like, oh, well, we're going to try out for the track team come and try out with us. So tried out for the track team. I made it and um, been running track ever since then. So, so, so let me interrupt you. I'm gonna take you back to cheerleading. Mm -hmm. So now like, did you cheer more so like you were just dancing and saying the cheers or like, could you do backflips? Like, were you acrobatic, all of that? Uh, no, I did okay. take tumbling in high school, but I was too scared to <laughs> do it yeah. like off of the mat. So <laughs> no tumbling for me. I can do a cartwheel, but no backflips. Got you. Got you. So got you. We did go to competition. I would, was not the one flipping. You were like the base. You were holding people I up. Was probably. The base. <laughs> I was the base. So um, cheer from elementary up until high school. Wanted to cheer in college, but my dad was like, uh, cheerleading is not going to provide that scholarship that the yeah. track is going to provide. So yeah. we're, we're going to go with track. So do you do you remember any childhood cheers? Oh, let's get a snippet. <laughs> so there was this one. You you actually want me to do this? Just a little snippet, a little snippet. Right. It's like you've got to work it to win it, and we want it bad. <laughs> to say that because that was like my favorite my favorite cheer. It had to be like the first cheer that I learned, but. There's a football movie. I think it was It's the Sport of King, Better Than Diamond Rings, Football Wildcats. I think it was called Wildcats. And they and there the cheerleader squad, they had a um a cheer. It's like U G L Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. What was you ugly? Yes. Yeah, so track, track and field. So you ran in high school. What events did you run? So I ran the 100 meter dash, 200, four by one relay. Um, they had specialty four by two relays, like at uh, Florida relays, family relays at uh, collegiate events. And sometimes the four by four. So um, yeah. Sure. That 400 ain't no, nothing to play with. That's no joke. Not a favorite. 
but I had to do it sometimes. So I don't I think I found a person yet that actually enjoyed running the 400, even those that, that succeed at it. I have heard people say, oh, yeah, I really like running right. the four. Like the 100, 200 right. all day. That 400 something different. Yeah, that is a beast. So. It, so when you think about um, growing up, did you have any athletes you were looking up to, whether it's track or another sport? So for track, Marion Jones, like yeah. Marion Jones for track, I had her poster on my wall. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be just like her. I yeah. get my, my track spikes for Marion Jones spikes, so you can tell me anything. And then my younger years, watching the Olympics, I was like, oh, I want to be like Dominique Dawes, like black feminist, yeah. yes. so Dominique Dawes and um, Marion Jones for me. When I think about... Um, Women in sports and, and track in particular, first first kind of mind is Flojo, Florence right. Griffith Joyner. Like she was, she was a beast. And, and, but she did it with so much style and grace right. and with the, the nails and all of that. Like nails, nice design uniform, like right. one long leg, one exactly. short. Yeah. yeah, she was it. Yeah. So did you try your hand at any other sports besides track? Did you try basketball or anything like that? Softball? Couldn't play basketball. I could not dribble. Like I would travel every time. So I was <laughs> like, you know what? That is not my sport. Um, played t-ball growing up, but okay. track and softball is during the same season. So I could never do both. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so how was the recruiting process? Like what came into the decision? What played it all to the decision of, you know, where you decided to go to college? So, um, I knew that I wanted to leave home. Um, you know, I got letters from different schools like FIU. I'm like, ah, that's too close. Like, yeah, Florida National. Because Pompano is what, like 30 minutes outside of Miami? Yeah, so I'm like, yep. no, I want to leave. Um, my mom, my aunt, um, and some other family members were um, attended FAMU. So I had to follow that. Like, I've been going to Florida Classics since it was in Tampa. So FAMU was always near and dear to my heart. Um, Break it down for me, for those who don't understand. What is the Florida Classic? So the Florida Classic is a rival football game between Florida Anim University and Bethune Cookman College, now University. So um, big homecoming, family reunion for the Black community. Um, it's like it's just a big reunion. So you come back, we play in the game, and every year since. I can remember I was there. So FAMU was like my top choice. I'm like, okay, well, if another school reach out, like I'll go. I mean, if it's Florida State, I'm right across the tracks. I'll still be in Tallahassee. So um, the coach that was recruiting me at Florida State actually became the coach at FAMU. So I went to I ended up going to FAMU. And then like the next year, the coach came over to FAMU as the women's head coach. So how about that? Yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. I'm like, oh, well, maybe it was meant for me to be here. Right, right. And so we're going to talk about you know, your time at college at FAMU and attend at HBCU. You talk about the Florida Classic, and I know you attended it when you were there. You still go back to it. Now, do you actually watch the football game, or are you just all about the band? So I do watch the football game. Um, <laughs> my cousin actually played for Bethune, so – we have this like family rival, like my uncle graduated from there. So we're always back and forth. So I'm watching the games 
I'm cheering. I want family to win, but I'm cheering for that cousin to do <laughs> that at the same time. So every time they won, I'm just like, Ugh! like I'm happy yeah. for him, but my team lost. So it's just like this family rival that we have. But yes, I do watch the football games. I enjoy football. Okay. All right. Because my um, number, actually all my siblings, they graduated from Tennessee State. I remember going to one of their homecoming games and like during the game, people were getting food and they were walking around. And then it was like 30 seconds before halftime, maybe a minute before halftime, everybody started going to their seats. Oh, like, yeah. Wait, where y'all been this whole time? You're really here to see the band. Like that's the most entertaining. You want to see like, you know, that they've been practicing all week and you want to see what what they're showing off so yeah bands are very important yeah it really is it makes me think of the battle of the bands did you, did you ever get an opportunity to attend one of those in atlanta yes so i've attended one yeah so um, i think yeah one one for me as well but it's just like man like if they are playing these instruments dancing moving around doing all these different things and they sound so good and the formations it's just like amazing how they move in these formations while playing instruments. So it's a it's a good feeling. Definitely. So for Papa to Tallahassee, how was that transition for you? Uh, in the beginning, I wanted to come home. Um, I was like, we don't have a beach here. Like, yeah. I can't just go around the corner. I want to come home. But my parents were like, you got to stick it out. You, you'll be home Thanksgiving. So we right. had track practice twice a day and like friends would go home on the weekend I couldn't go home on the weekend so I was just like man I can't wait until Thanksgiving and this is about what six hours six and a half hours almost seven six hours, and half hours yeah. yeah and I didn't have a car as a freshman so I'm just like I guess I have to wait until Thanksgiving when my cousin is ready to take us home so um big transition because South Florida is sunny you have the beaches you can walk here walk there and then you come here and the seasons actually change yeah um it gets cold and it's just different so it, it really is different my my, my sister uh, she actually went to fsu and so and she lives in tallahassee and i mean people think it's like florida you think palm trees everywhere but it's actually it's totally it's a dope Definitely different vibe, different feel than South Florida than going to like Tallahassee. It really right. is. Like we have the country here and lots right. of trees and it's just different. So what did you major in? So I got my undergrad degree in health science. Um, my plan was to become a physical therapist, but mm -hmm. my backup was uh, sport management. So I got my master's in sport management. And did you stay at FAMU? The yeah. entire time? Okay. Maybe the entire time. So you know Tallahassee then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like my second home. <laughs> your second home, your second home. And so so how was it competing um, in track at the collegiate level? So um, a lot different in high school. Like you don't really lift. You have weight room, but no, you're, you're required to go and lift these weights. So I had actually seen my body kind of transform. I'm like, oh, I'm gaining some muscle weight. So um, that was different. And the coaching style, like everything was like technical, technical. My coach was like looking at form and figuring out ways to improve. Like, yeah, you ran this, but your goal for next week is going to be a lower time. So um, just transitioning with the different coaching styles, um, adding that weight element, 
and then um, going to class on your own. Yeah. Making going to practice and leaving practice and going to another class. It was just a major adjustment and teaches you time management. Definitely, definitely, definitely. What what is it about Florida and speed? I mean, we see it on a football field. We see it in track. Like, do you have a a rationale for that? I I really don't. It's just like we were born in it. Like <laughs> you're from here and you're fast. They're like, well, everybody from Florida is fast. It's like everybody in Florida, everybody in Texas. It's just like we're just fast. We don't like race in fields and stuff. But I guess we get to play outdoors a lot. Like right. it's it's warm. So even in the winter, like we can go outside and run and play on the track and play basketball. So. And so what would you say, what, on your track team, what would you say the percentage of the student athletes were actually from somewhere in Florida, from the state of Florida? Hmm. Actually, uh, what percentage? Probably 75%. Yeah, I figured it was going to be pretty high. Oh, and yeah. You really don't have to go outside the state. No, like a lot of people were from like South Florida, Palm Beach, Tallahassee. We had a lot of people from Tallahassee. And then we had our groups that were from out of state, like out of the country or... Cali, New Orleans, so. After college, after graduation, what was next for you? So after graduation, um, I, after the first graduation. Okay, yep. I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do here? Do I want to leave? Do I want to go to grad school here? So I decided to apply to grad school. Um, got my master's in sport management. Right. And, and as a part of that program, you have to intern for like four or 500 hours. So I said, um, at that time I was in school and substitute teaching. And I told my students that next year I'm not gonna be here because I'm gonna be working for the Dolphins. So they're like, well, did you have an interview? I said, no, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be working for the Dolphins. So they're like, okay. So school gets out, summer comes, and I have classes that interfere with the Dolphins internship. So I'm like, man, I'm not going to be able to intern with the Dolphins. Um, I get a call in maybe the end of June or early July saying, hey, we have an internship position open. If you can be here on Monday, like it's yours. Mm. And I'm like, Okay, so I email my professors. Hey, I have this opportunity um, to intern with the Miami Dolphins. Is there any way that I can finish out my semester from South Florida online? Everyone said, yes, go Wow, forward. that's great, that's great. So, you know, I'm gonna pause there because one of the things I was able to experience just, um, you know, supporting my, my siblings at Tennessee State and then, you know, them attending HBCU, historically black college or university, it really is a family atmosphere and environment. And so it really doesn't surprise me that when you reach back out to your professors, like they were supportive, like it, it was really family, like, yo, they'll probably encourage you, like, go, right? They were like proud parents. Yeah. They were like, you go up down there, show them what we've taught you, and we'll be down there to attend a game. That's really cool. Really cool. So I'm gonna take you back. I didn't know that you used to substitute teach. I used to substitute teach. You have any stories you want to share? Oh my gosh. Crazy stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was a substitute mostly in middle school. Yeah, like, me too. That is a big adjustment from like elementary to middle. So they are learning themselves. They are bold. 
Right, right. Um, I had a few students try and fight me. I'm like, look, have a seat. Right. <laughs> um, then they told me that, oh, you think you're all of that? I'm like, sweetheart, you know that I, we both know that I am. And you right. can be too. Right, right, right. Definitely, definitely. But um, just working with different kids, like, yeah, I enjoyed it. I ended up teaching one class because the teacher never came back. And I realized that the kids were behaving a certain way because they didn't understand the math. So I just grabbed the marker, went up to the board, started explaining everything. And like the behavior of the class changed, like it turned around. I'm like, these kids are want to learn but they don't understand so yeah 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 i had, I had a good time substitute teaching i, I feel like it like trained me for for the work i'm doing now um they found how to break up any fights now but i definitely <laughs> had to do so as a substitute teacher like yo it, it was a, one time i actually was something at a high school and i saw all these guys these you know these teenage boys going to the locker room I'm like like what are you going to the locker room for i went in there they went in there because they all was well, they were about to fight. They were fighting. I was like, "Is one of me? Is about thirty right. of them? I am not to break that one up." So I went back <laughs> in to try to grab another teacher. So we had to call to get some help. But yo, like, yeah, it, it was a different, um, a different animal you had to deal with. But it was cool though to be able to like adjust on the fly. So where you go from elementary to middle school one day to to high school another day different subject matter, you know, how do you connect with them? They don't know you. They think they're right. about to play around because you the sub. You yeah, but not today. Not today, not today. I'm not the one, right? Exactly. So internship, Dolphins. I get the internship. I start out um, at training camp. So I, I, I'm in my master's program. Um, my supervisor tells me like, hey, come in with an open mind. Whatever you asked to do, just do it. So I'm like, okay, cool. So filling up coolers, hanging up banners, yes. sitting out in front of the facility, telling people, oh, you can park here. Oh, no, you can't park here. So <laughs> that was like my experience in the beginning. And then we had like summer camps, um, school programs. So like my internship lasted for from July to December. Okay. And then um, after that, I interned for the Russell Life Skills Reading Foundation. So I was just um, getting more hours, even though my- That's hours, Jason's, right? Jason? Uh, Twan Russell. Twan, Twan, Twan Russell. Yeah, yep, Twan. yep, yep. So working um, at Twan's foundation as the receptionist, you know, helping to organize events, which prepared me for my job today. Yeah. Um, so doing little things like that in the office, attending board meetings and um, assisting his development person. So intern, then graduated in the spring. And after that, I was offered a, posi a full-time position with the Miami Dolphins. And I'm just like, this is crazy. But wow. yeah. yeah, so. That's great. Yeah, so so after, after um, grad school, like you've been with the Dolphins the entire oh, time. So I'm going into my um, eighth year and ninth How football. about that? How about that? How about that? And so how we got connected is through my brother, your big brother, Lusaka Polite. So 
Lou played for the Dolphins. He was working for the Dolphins. You all used to be work together as colleagues. So talk about Lou Saka and how was it working with Lou? Uh, Lou was like the big brother, always got your back. Like whatever I needed, Lou was right there. Like it was great working with Lou. Um, he was a Dolphins alumni. So he was a, uh, he was a Dolphins talent at events as well as an employee. Um, very resourceful. And then he's like, hey, I want you to meet somebody. We have this program called Orange Arrow and he's telling me all about it. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I met you, Sean. Rest is history. Yeah, yeah. You actually um, attended the um, the Dine with Gentlemen event. I did. That yeah, was yeah. pretty awesome. It was at the, uh, the Capitol Grill and it was Grill. you and his now wife. Uh, the only two ladies that were out there because it was dying with gentlemen. So it, yep. it should have been dying with gentlemen plus these two wonderful ladies. You know what <laughs> I mean? So we should have changed. But no, but that's how we got connected. You've been a supporter ever since. But so staying with the Dolphins, talk about your role now. So um, I started out in youth programs, um, going doing our school programs. So doing these junior training camps when we teach kids to um, work out for 60 minutes a day as a part of the um, NFL Play 60 initiative. Then I was moved over to community relations. So in community relations, um, my responsibilities have been to organize player community events in the South Florida community. Mm. Recently, um, my position kind of changed. So I'm kind of doing both again, Junior, Dolph uh, Junior Dolphins, which is our youth programs department and a little community relations. So right now with Junior Dolphins, we are doing high school donations where we are providing uh, football equipment for high schools in Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. And on two, next this upcoming Tuesday, we have a girls flag donation. So we did one girls flag donation last week um, to honor girls and women in sports today, which was today. Very nice, very nice. So what advice do you have for... A, a young lady who's interested in working in the sports industry, particularly someone like the NFL, which is male dominated. Like, what advice do you have for a young lady looking to get into that space? Um, so in that space, I would say like, know your stuff. Um, you're just as qualified as a male in the organization. Um, speak your mind, ask questions so that you are knowledgeable and let them know that you are knowledgeable. It's like, you have to put yourself out front so that you stand out. Like you're already a woman in sport. Um, fortunately for the Dolphins, we have a lot of women. Um, so we are like outspoken, we are presenting, making eye contact. And as long as you know your stuff, once you present it, they won't know if you don't know it. Yeah, that's great, that's great. Uh, one of the things that, that we share with our, both our collegiate athletes and the, our grade school student athletes is the importance of relationships. Like oh, yeah. speak to the power and importance of maintaining healthy relationships. It is very important to network. Like it's not all about what you know, it's about who you know and connecting with people like within the organization and other organizations is very big. Like if I have a question about something small, I can reach out to someone from the Detroit Lions. Hey, how are you guys doing that here? Like we meet annually and we're always trying to figure out like different ways to be innovative and maybe this team is doing something that we're not doing so communication is key 
creating these healthy, positive relationships, very key and networking, like big for me. And so transition from networking, I'm taking you, taking you back. One of your significant networks is your sorority. So I'm taking it back to the color red. So, so why is the color, color red important to you? So I am a member of Delta Sigma Theta sorority. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so that oh, is your diamonds in the sky let's go oh, yeah. um legacy delta my grandma my aunt so it, my cousin so it is all in the family so it was only right for me to become a delta so when was the last time you strolled oh, due to the actually founder's day i strolled in my house okay what to what song to a song <laughs> to be real to be our, real, that is history. the song. Yeah. 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 I did a, I did another straw as well. Knock if you buck. Ooh. At the house. Prime up. Knocking and bucking and ready to fight. <laughs> yeah. So that was the last time I strolled at the house. But in public, would I would have to say February of 2020, because that was the last time that we were like able to go out safely. So there have been a a number of Deltas who have done tremendous things. So when you think about uh, the ladies of Delta, which lady that you like, you're really proud like, yeah, she's a Delta. Who comes mm -hmm. to mind? So I have to go with my, I'm, I'm going with my grandma. Like- I love it. My, my grandma and my aunt, like both of them were, are educators. Like when before I was born my grandma was a beautician and then an educator so she taught middle school for years was teacher of the year she's big in the church she went back for her doctorate like five years ago wow got her doctorate. so like my grandma I'm proud to have my grandma like she's my grandma and my soror so I love it I love it that's beautiful that's beautiful and so as we close and as you know the mission of Orange Arrow is to coach student athletes to aim for success off the field, off the track, out of the pool, wherever the playing arena may be. Why is it important for a student athlete to be successful outside of their sport? So I feel like the work of Orange Arrow is important for that student athlete because they are teaching, grooming, and learning at the same time. Like they have the opportunity to pour something into the youth that is up and coming. Like these kids may not feel like they have anyone that they could look up to, but because of that age um, closeness. Yeah, they with the college athletes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a role model, like, hey, this, this college athlete is doing great things on the field, on the court, on the track, you know? They're doing great things and they are like investing in me and my future. So I feel like the work that Orange Arrow is doing, like you're teaching life skills. These kids are learning about financial responsibility. They're learning, learning how to cook, how to budget. Like they're learning steps and different keys to success. So I feel like that's why the work of Orange Arrow is important. No, I appreciate your continued support. And, and one of the things that, that you would know firsthand working for the Dolphins is uh, it's really the importance of being successful outside your sport because you're not going to play your sport forever. I mean, they say right. NFL stands for not for long. And right. so, you know, you got legends like Dan Marino, you know, I mean, you got, you got legends like that, but that's like less than a half percent. And so you could, you could probably speak to like the number of guys who come in and out 
you know, they may be there for like two months and gone, two weeks and gone, but you don't right. hear about them as much. And so, so important to be, make sure you develop other skills so you're able exactly. to make that transition. Right. Because after football, like what's next? If yeah. you know your passion and you've been involved, like these student athletes, they this may be their passion and mentoring may not be. But if they didn't know and they've become a mentor, once they are done with football or during football or other sports, they may want to start their own foundation that benefits youth in their community. So I think it's great to have that balance. Like you're doing great things on the field, but you're doing great things off the field as well. Oh. Awesome. Awesome. AG, again, thank you for your time, your continued support. And I'm going to start running more. And so one of these days, I'm, I'm going to challenge you to like a 200. Let's go. And, and Let's see, go. see what you're talking about. Hey, I, I coach youth track pre-COVID, and we have a coach's relay every year, and I'm fourth leg on the four by one. So Go ahead and work out. And, wow, the other uh, three must be really slow then. Oh, no, they're fast. <laughs> we, we hand out free smoke. Pumpano Express. Free smoke. <laughs> Express. We hand out free smoke every that's year. That's motivation for, for me. Yeah. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready. Get ready. Be ready. Appreciate you, AG. Thank you Take for care. having me. Thank you.